0: Up, nerds.
1: The ESPN Plus. The ESPN.
2: You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment.
0: You you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about.
1: Like stop.
0: Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. Eight nine the game. And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks.
2: Season's over. I'm done. And Eric Fry. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies (laughs) of all time. It's the starting lineup on 98.9
0: The Game.
3: In to another day, to another edition of the uh, starting in the Lineup here on ESPN Radio 98.9, The Game. What's happening out there here on this Tuesday? It's Taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be. We're here to help you celebrate, and it is May 9th, 2023. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, alongside, and we're hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up for you, we got a good show lined up for you. As always, we'll take a whip around a Major League Baseball action that happened last night. Get a set of four. What's happening today? And we'll definitely be hitting up on that Cubs cardinal game that happened last night. And you heard it right here on 98.9 and just. Run it back. Same start time today and same start time or tomorrow as well. 5.45 will begin at the uh, pre-game show uh, coverage here on 98.9, so uh, stay tuned for that later on this evening. We also got some uh, local sports to tell you about. There were a few games that uh, got postponed and canceled, but a lot of games did end up happening, and so we'll uh, hit up on that, what the local sports did happen, and get you set for the schedule today. And we'll also hit up on the uh, playoffs action from uh, last night, NBA, a couple of games, uh, NHL, and the Stanley Cup playoffs, of course, and uh, we'll have to get to the uh, NHL news of the draft pick, Mm -hmm. draft lottery, hashtag NHL is rigged, we'll get into it uh, coming up, and if we don't get to it here on the Trussell Show, yeah bet, we'll get to it in the podcast, a lot of people around here are excited about the uh, number one overall pick in the NHL draft, but uh, we'll explore that coming up. And if we don't get to uh, that in the Truster Show, we get to it in the podcast in some sort of fashion. And you can download the pod wherever you find your favorite podcast iTunes, Spotify, the website, FBMRadio.com. And if you want to follow along with the uh, local sports as well, we got the results posted there on the uh, local sports tab uh, there as well. And, of course, the start lineup would not be possible without McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and Teutopolis State Bank. So a big shout-out to them for sponsoring the show. All right, so we got a lot to get to here on this uh, Tuesday edition. So uh, let's get it started, and uh, let's hit it up with what we always do, and it's First Things First. Before we get into the show... Things first. And what's that, Dark Knight? A quote from Batman you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And uh, that's exactly what happened last night in the uh, Cubs and uh, Cardinals game at Wrigley Field. It was Wilson Contreras' first game back there in Wrigley, and you did exactly what you needed it to be. Yeah, clapped for him and gave him a standing ovation in pregame, and gave him a nice ovation there at his first at bat. But then immediately when he gets his first hit, the boos started to rain down, and Wilson obviously fed off that, and he also fed off everything that's been happening. Uh, with him and the uh, catching uh, position mm-hmm. uh, as of late, and he uh, used that to def- help the Cards defeat the Cubs. And we've finally done it. We've finally won a series opening game. I told you it's about time. I told
2: you all you had to do is face the Cubs.
3: <laughs> oh man, there, it's about time. It
2: is about time, Travis. Oh. Uh, there's so many places I want to go with this. So let's let's start with Wilson. Mhm. You talk about someone needing a good game. Yeah, he needed this. He needed this mm-hmm. more so than I think any player on either side of the ball. Yep. He needed to come out and play well, and he did. Do I? I I love the fans giving him the ovation. I don't like booing him when he gets a hit. Sure. If you want to boo him when you put the Cardinals ahead, that's fine. Yeah. Because it is the Cardinals. I don't think he'd get booed if he went to any other team. Yeah, I don't think so either. But because it was the Cardinals and because he's the reason they won last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to get booed. Yeah. I don't didn't say I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is.
3: All right. And uh, Miles Michaelis said uh, on it after the game, you're not a Cardinal interior booed at Wrigley. He's one of us now. Well,
2: there you go. Maybe now we can catch him three miles.
3: <laughs> Maybe he can uh, learn the Cardinal way, I guess.
2: This is a great Band-Aid for the Cardinals.
3: Yeah, not only did Wilson need it personally, but I feel like the the Cardinals needed it
2: as well. But again, it's a Band-Aid. It's not the solution. No. And, you know, you still have issues with... Wilson and you know the other the other you know as far as where is he going and then the person who was hitting right in front of him Travis who needed a good game as well Nolan Gorman didn't give you one he went one for four got thrown out at second um at one point he needed to have a good game I mean minus the two hits from Wilson no one else on that Cardinals team had more than one hit
3: yeah that's true
2: so it's not like it was a banner hoorah kind of a game I mean, one guy beat the Cubs. Yeah, And I, mean, I think he was playing more with emotion. One, being back at Wrigley had to be emotional anyways. And two, everything that happened this past weekend, he was probably fueled up on a lot of emotion.
3: Yeah, I would, I would think so. You certainly couldn't blame him uh, for that. And uh, the reason why Gorman uh, got the start in front of Contreras in the lineup mm-hmm. as Contreras was designated hitter, of course. Uh, but Gorman started at third due to Nolan Arenado being a late scratch yep. in the lineup due to some neck stiffness uh, there. So uh, Gorman ended up getting the start at third base, like you said, only one for four in the game, uh, however. But uh, there was also one of the highlights was uh, Brandon Donovan out in left field. Uh, I believe, I think it was Magrigold who was trying yep. to uh, score yep. uh, from third and on a sack fly attempt, and uh, Donovan hosed him down and threw him out, and that was a, a big uh,
2: part of the game too, and that fired the the team up as well. It did. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I, I think the Cardinals played relatively well. Two of ten with runners in scoring position, still not great. No. Definitely want to improve on that. Um, but to me, Travis, this is a case more so of one player playing with emotion, doing what he knew he needed to do, Because he's fighting for his job.
3: Right, fighting for playing time.
2: He's fighting for playing time. Coming back to a place where he was revered in the locker room as a leader. Yep. As a cornerstone. And in St. Louis, he's not that. I saw something yesterday, Travis, when we got off the air and we were talking about this. This move, and I know we talked about it yesterday with the Wilson Contreras move. Okay, Mm -hmm. this move does not get made by the front office unless someone on the pitching staff goes to the pitching coach. Mm -hmm. This isn't something a front office just does on their own. They do it when they get input from players. So the fact that this move happened tells me Wilson does not have the faith of his pitchers.
3: And I'm glad you uh, brought that up because I have a tweet from Buster Olney that kind of oh, uh, goes along. I with haven't that seen as that. Well. So but, yeah, uh, Buster Olney had tweeted out uh, last night at 10:30. Said that the perspective of numerous rival staffers and executives, if the Cardinals pitchers wanted Wilson Contreras to be the catcher, he would be the catcher. Hmm. Interesting there from Buster.
2: But again, the other thing I've seen Travis is. This goes back to the Cardinals scouting department. How many times a year do you play Wilson Contreras? Us in Chicago, no, he's not a good defensive catcher. You saw him how many times a year? If you're wanting him to be that, he's not that, and he's always been upfront about that.
3: Yeah, and I think that that's, that that's why, and that's why it looks worse, mm-hmm. is that you knew about this going yes. in, and they're, they're just trying to throw him under the bus, and they're they just trying to find someone to blame, and it's easy to blame the new guy. But
2: to me, the fact that the pitchers are also in agreement with the front office, or the front office agrees with the pitching staff.
3: But what are you going to do? Like, I mean... Wilson said it when he was moved to DH. He's like, "I'm an employee. I'll play wherever I'm told. Like, I'll be the best. I want to be the catcher, but I'll be the best hitter if that's what it takes." And I'm an employee, so what are the pitchers going to do? I mean, yeah, they could go and vouch for him, but at the end of the day, they're also employees, and they'll throw and pitch to whoever is behind the plate.
2: Right. But again, what I said, this move does not happen if pitchers are not talking to the pitching coach and saying, "Hey." We really don't like Wilson behind the plate. Yeah, There's something he's doing that we don't like. Yeah, And then the pitching coach takes it up a notch. But it starts there. This doesn't come out from the front office to start with. It has to start on the player level. Yeah,
3: and that could be a problem that someone in that pitching staff said something and then it's created this.
2: Maybe one, maybe ten. We don't know how many pitchers were complaining about this. You don't know. Yeah, and
3: I guess before the game, uh, Contreras met with uh, Wainwright and a few others to, you know, talk about the whole situation. Uh, that is, and he said that Wilson feels a lot better now after having a conversation with guys like Wayno and a couple others. And Wayno is guy that hasn't pitched mm-hmm. to uh, Contreras yet, obviously, because he's been injured and only just got brought up on Saturday, made his first start, and Kisner was behind the plate uh, for that aspect when the decision came down to move him
2: away from being the permanent catcher. So. Which, again, I find funny that it was the same day. <laughs> The same day Wayno comes back is the same day Wilson is told, you're not catching anymore. Now, I don't know. There's just something funny about the timing of that.
3: There's a little bit, I guess.
2: I just, I feel bad for Wilson Contreras. I feel like he is a man on an island to himself On in that locker room, and he's got five more years in front of him. Right. And... What Like he said, he's an employee. He's going to do what he is told to do, whether he likes it or not. It's his job, blah, 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 blah. But there has to be some ego hit. There has to be some hurt pride.
3: I'm sure it is. Of you
2: hired me to do this job, and now you're telling me no. After a month. After a month. And don't forget, and I'm going to keep throwing this out there, and Travis is going to keep shaking his head every time I do. There were a lot of Cardinals pitchers missing from spring training because they're at the World Baseball Classic. Do you not think some extra time with your new catcher would have been beneficial? Maybe we could have made adjustments before the season started as opposed to a month into the season?
3: How many pitchers missed missed spring training? The starting pitchers missed spring training for uh, the World Baseball Classic for the Cardinals? Michaelis and... Wainwright, Wainwright was hurt, so uh, Michaelis was the only starter, so, I mean, yeah, there was other guys.
2: Yeah, there were other pitchers. What, like, uh, Cabrera, Gallegos. Gallegos, yeah. JoJo Romero. How many games has JoJo pitched know, in the I big know. leagues
3: this year? I don't really think that, that argument's valid, even
2: Belante. though...
1: You
2: know, yeah, yeah. I mean, that right there, I mean, those but are the, the main thing on the 40-man of the, roster. The
3: main thing is being blamed is the starting pitching. So, I don't think that argument's really valid. So,
2: and Wilson didn't play in the WBC, right? No, he was there. He was at training camp. Yeah, so. But what I'm saying is if your pitchers aren't there who are going to be there.
3: There's two guys starting pitching. That's do we know issue. it's
2: starting pitching? Yes, that's what you're saying. But do we know yes. that's what it is?
3: Yes. Why else would you take? Why else would you not have Contreras K- as the starting catcher when he's throwing? He's mainly getting pitched to from the starting pitching who goes five plus innings.
2: Because the bullpen stunk. It There's has been a stunk. Few guys. There's been a few guys
3: that have stunk. In yes. particular, Hicks. Are you telling me Elfley, that they don't come in and go, Baggers. "Hey,
2: maybe if I had a different catcher back there, I'd be better." Look what I did last year.
3: Well, that's that could be a bigger issue that you're uh, saying that about your, your teammate. And you're throwing him under the bus there. Well, obviously, blaming him, throwing him under the bus, and blaming him. Yeah, it's the organization. It's the front office. But the, so, Travis,
2: the front office does not make this decision if there's not rumbling on the field first. Or it could just be the manager who doesn't know what he's doing. Well, I think we both agree with that. But if it's not, it has to start with the players. Front office yeah. just doesn't decide this guy is not playing what we are paying him for. We're paying him to be the catcher. They're still paying him the same amount. It's not like the, he's taking a pay cut to be the DH. Yeah, no. You're and still I think paying him the same amount.
3: And I think that's what is so perplexing uh, about the move. Is It just doesn't, we said it yesterday, it doesn't make any sense. And yeah, there could be one, one guy that may have mentioned it. So, that kind of justifies it. And, you know, what, what the Cardinals do all the time. They make moves. And look at that. It won us a game because of the extra motivation that's given uh, Wilson here. So, uh, we can say that it all worked out yep. in the end. So, it all works out. Well, we'll
2: see tonight. We'll see. Because, again, exactly. I still feel that him coming back to Wrigley and everything that happened this weekend is the emotion. He I carried know. the Cardinals. Yep. No denying they, that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if it carries over to a game two.
3: Right. Exactly. Uh, I I mean,
2: Paul Goldschmidt went 0 for 4 with two Ks.
3: And then Sunday had three home runs. Sunday had three home runs. That's just
2: baseball. It is. But, Travis, this team is under a microscope right now.
3: Oh, it is. Not
2: just by you, who's a fan, and not just by me, who's a fan of their division rivals. Everyone in baseball is watching the Cardinals right now going, what is happening? This right. is not the Cardinals.
3: Yeah. This is this move is getting some national attention. It is. It's getting MLB a lot of network it. and, and it's stuff. getting
2: people going, Why? What right. are you doing? Yeah. And again, I think it goes back to I will say it's a little bit of the front office. I agree with you, in the scouting department. If you wanted Wilson to come in and be a defensive catcher to help your pitchers, he's never been that his entire career. Yeah. There were talks last year when he was in Chicago of moving him from catcher and just having him be the DH because he was a catcher liability. Mm -hmm. This is not new stuff. Right. And the fact that you are a month into the season and realizing, oh, hey, maybe he's not the defensive catcher we need or who our pitchers like. That should happen before you sign him. Yeah. Especially when it's in a division rival who you see so many times in a year. Mm -hmm. You should know this stuff. That shows me a lack of scouting and a lack of preparedness. And that's more alarming to me. And
3: then if you're on the front office and didn't want Contreras, then you should have been able to uh, make a move and give up some prospects and trade for Sean Murphy if you didn't want uh, Contreras yeah. to be your catcher. So, you know, that's on you as well as the front office for, for doing that. So
2: I think the Cardinals front office, Travis, is so scared to make moves. Oh, they are. Because it's a a benefit and a detriment to having some of, if not the most passionate fans in baseball. Because Mm -hmm. you're going to get criticized for everything you do. Oh, yeah. Because if you don't go sign Wilson and you trade those prospects for Sean Murphy, like you said, and Murphy comes out and is hitting a buck 85 with a homer at the start of May, and Wilson Contreras is wherever he is, hitting six home runs and pitching shutouts, catching shutouts you're gonna go why didn't you sign Wilson why did we give up our prospects for this bum Mm -hmm. you can't win no so but at the same time you're making bad decisions right
3: exactly and so a game of time tonight again a 545 pregame here on 98.9 and Jack Flaherty with his 6.29 ERA let up 10 runs last time and he's two and four He's against James Tyon, who hasn't been outstanding either. 0-2, 5.20 ERA tonight, the probable pitchers. And tonight, one more game. It's happened before, but it could become a win streak. We got two in a row. We haven't done that since April 11th and 12th. One more is a win streak. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, tonight here on 98.9.
2: Before we close this out, Travis, this Cubs team is faltering, and I'm not a fan of them right now. Mm. They're just not playing good baseball offensively. Yeah. And now uh, one
3: game below five hundred. Yeah, started off so you
2: know pretty good compared to what they were supposed to be. People got excited, and now you're coming back to what everyone kind of projected you would be. Mm. So
3: right. I mean, unless uh, Steele's on the mound you feel like you don't have a chance
2: for them. I mean, Stroman pitched well last night. He gave up two runs. He, he two runs only four hits. Yeah. Two runs and four hits as a starting pitcher through six innings should be enough to get you a win. Yeah. Your offense has to show up more. Oh yeah,
3: definitely. But, uh, nowhere to be found. Only one run across, uh, the board, uh, Swanson, uh, drove in that run in the uh, fifth inning. It was a double. Mm-hmm. And then uh, nothing else going for the Cubs yep. offensively last yep, yep, yep. night. Nice. So let's we'll see what happens, mm-hmm. what they can do against uh, Jack Flaherty uh, later on tonight. All right, so let's step away and let's hit up on uh, some local baseball and a uh, softball, I'll tell you about the few games that were canceled, and we'll hit up on the scores that did happen up next
0: the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios. We'll be right back.
3: This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. You've created a comfortable home office. Now let Carrier provide the cash bonus. For a limited time, you can claim up to $1,750 in cool cash rebates on qualified Carrier home comfort systems. There's never been a better time to upgrade your year-round premium comfort and energy savings. Carrier, turn to the experts. Call Probst Refrigeration at 217-342-6441 or stop by 318 West Jefferson Avenue in Effingham. show her how much she means to you this mother's day join the mother's day extravaganza and stop by our participating sponsors to win over 350 dollars in prizes to be given away just in time for mother's day stop by ral's jewelry john boo's factory showroom and outlet heartland landscaping jordan mahan country financial behold aesthetics and wellness center Barlow Lock and Security, and Shaler Sewing Center. One qualifier will be chosen from each location, and one winner will be announced Wednesday, May 10th. So stop by all locations to increase your chances of winning. Brought to you by Rouse Jewelry, Boos Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, Charlotte Sewing Center, and Cromwell Media Group in Eppingham. Cooking
0: out for a cause. Teutopolis State Bank is hosting our annual community cookout this Friday from 11 to 6 at our Topless and Sigel locations. All donations will benefit El Shaddai Homes, a local nonprofit that will provide long-term maternity housing, live-in support, parenting education, life skills, counseling, and more for pregnant women and their babies. Plan to stop by our T-topless or SIGA location this Friday from 11 to 6. Enjoy a hamburger, pork burger, or hot dog with chips, cookies,
3: and drinks. We hope to see you there.
0: Hey, doctor, not a real customer. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary.
3: Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone.
2: For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and, snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected.
1: Ethos, the one hundred percent online, hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at EthosLife.com. That's E T H O S Life.com.
0: Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means—wait, wait, wait, hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back. Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com match. Lenny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now
2: what? I had a friend that went to My Computer Career and they talked to me about it.
0: He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation.
2: One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want.
0: You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career.
2: It worked for me and I know it can work for you.
0: It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And now, is this really what
2: we're talking about today? Because if it is, I'm going to leave. The starting lineup. Like, like, this is ridiculous.
3: All right, (laughs) we'll get back on track.
2: Sports podcast talking about phones. Give me a break. On 98.9, the game. This is ridiculous. Give me a break.
3: Welcome back in to the starting lineup We're on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Let's set up on some high school baseball and softball from yesterday in the NTC, an old NTC matchup. And it was topless matching up with Altma. This game did end up happening and it was Teutopoulos walking it off there in the ninth inning. 4-3 to three over the Indians. Altman got a run in the 4th. Topless tied it up in the bottom of the 5th. But then Altman went on top 3-1 to one with 2 runs in the top of the 6th. But uh, 2 runs in the 7th. Uh, tied it up there. As it was uh, Waldorf hitting a uh, game-tying a single there. And uh, that tied it up. And uh, they would play all the way into the ninth inning. And then uh, Bennett Thompson got the walk-off sack fly there to win it for the uh, shoes and uh, Bennett drove in three runs for the uh, shoes yesterday pacing their attack and Waldorf was the other RBI uh, there over on the other side Elam had two RBIs for the Indians and uh, Katie Miller was uh, credited for the uh, other RBI Therefore, the Indians. Geckner gets the win in relief. He goes two and a third's innings, giving up a couple of hits and striking out three. Uh, Waldorf went six and two-thirds innings starting, and he had six hits, three in runs, and one strikeout. Over on the other side, Hammer, he, had, he went six innings uh, at the start, giving up three hits, one run, six walks, and six Ks. And uh, Stimke there got hit with the uh, losses. He was on the mound there and with the sack fly. He went two and a third's innings, giving up a hit, a run, and three strikeouts there. So Topless picking up the win. It was uh, Brownstown of uh, St. Elmo with a victory over Mulberry Grove here. 10-2-3. And this one, uh, majority of the runs was scored uh, late here as Brownstown picked up one in the fourth but then five in the uh, fifth and 4 in the uh, 6. Uh, Pawsley gets the win. He goes all 7 innings, giving up 3 runs on 5 hits, striking out 6 and walking a 3 uh, batters there. Forbes, he paced the way offensively. He had uh, 4 RBIs, and he also had an inside the park home run as well. Beal had an RBI, or 2 RBIs, and so did Campbell having 2 RBIs as well. So Brownstown picking up the win. And uh, two games were canceled uh, yesterday here. It was North Clay and Chrysal Rock. That was canceled. And a uh, Neoga and a uh, South Central was also canceled as well. Mm-hmm. Little Illini, it was Newton picking up the win over Edwards County, 5 to one And we had two postponements in the LIC. It was Marshall and Olney. That's been postponed till today. And Mount Carmel and Robinson, has been postponed until Wednesday. And the Apollo, is Muhammad picking up another great pitching performance? Uh, they uh, only allowed one run against Prairie Central, and they won this one 11 to one. It was Champaign Central over Mattoon, 12 to two. Lincoln over Rantoul, 14 five, and Taylorville over Decatur MacArthur, 12 to zero. Bill Grove defeated Argenta nine to two in Lincoln Prairie Conference action, and uh, Cumberland and Saragordo. Uh, we mentioned on the uh, show or the podcast mm-hmm. yesterday that it was postponed till today, and Arthur and uh, Tri County got uh, postponed as well. In the South Central's North Mac in the win over Staunton nine six and a Gillespie over Greenville fifteen to six. In softball action from yesterday, Windsor two Straws they defeated Nicomis fifteen to three. We had three a slash postponements. We had Altamont and Powell Powellhead canceled, a St. Anthony Morrow Forsyth canceled, and a Clay City North Clay against Waldenville was postponed. Until Thursday. And the little I was new Nova County 11-1. Two postponements slash cancellations here. It's topless and Paris was canceled. And Marshall and Olney was postponed until today. And Apollo action it was Auburn over Taylorville. 10 to Zip. Hayworth over Muhammad Seymour 8-4. And Lincoln over Tri-Valley 4-3. It was Arthur over Sullivan 9-4, Fisher over Blue Ridge 7-1, St. Joe Ogden over Tuscola 12-1, Williamsville over Macon Meridian 5-4, and Shelbyville and Cumberland was obviously uh, canceled as well. In tennis action, it was FEM over Charleston 8 to one schedule for today in uh, baseball, we got a Benton at Topless, we got Altamont at Brownstown, St. At Elmo, North Clay at Vandalia, Mulberry Grove at CHPC, Little Illini, you got Alni hosting Marshall, Flora at Mount Carmel, Harrisburg at Alni, and Father McGivney matching up with Newton. As well. And again, like 29 and 1 on the season yep. is uh, Father McGivney coming there to Newton today. That's so a good matchup. That's uh, a great matchup there. Yes, indeed. In the Apollo, it's Ocot Valley at Taylorville, Lincoln Prairie at Cumberland, that Cumberland game at Cerro Gordo, LSA at Decatur St. Theresa, Heritage at South Fork, Shelbyville at Pena, Arthur hosting Sullivan, Argenta at Warrensburg, and Clinton at Moroa. Hillsborough at Litchfield, uh, Piasau hosting East Dalton, Wood River, and a New Berlin at Carlinville. In softball, you got Dietrich hosting Altamont, Weber at St. Elmo, and Mulberry Grove at CHBC. Little Illini, Marshall at Olney, Casey hosting Oblong, Paris hosting Powellhut, uh, Lawrenceville at Martinsville, Mount Carmel at Washington, Newton at Shelbyville. Topolis is at Effingham in that rivalry matchup. Lincoln hosting a Pontiac in Taylorville at Moroa. In Lincoln Prairie, you got Cumberland at Windsor's Two Straws, Macon Meridian at Riverton, South Central you got Vandelli at Ramsey, Hillsborough at Litchfield, and Gillespie hosting in Greenville. And a two tennis matches today. It's Newton matching up with FEM and Saint Anthony is at Flora. In that one. Mm -hmm. If you missed any of the uh, scores and uh, the schedule, it's up on the website, FEMRadio.com. Just click on the local sports tab there on the website. All right, so we move along here, and uh, let's take a look at some playoff action from last night. Two games in the NBA and one game in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's what we're hitting up on coming up next.
0: The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back.
1: Cooking out for a cause. Tottapla State Bank is hosting our annual community cookout this Friday from 11 till 6 at our Tottapla and Sigel locations. All donations will benefit El Shaddai Homes, a local nonprofit that will provide long-term maternity housing, live-in support, parenting education, life skills counseling, and more for pregnant women and their babies. Plan to stop by our Tottapla or Sigel location this Friday from 11 till 6 and enjoy a hamburger, pork burger, or hot dog with chips, cookies, and drinks. We hope to see you there.
3: Kathy, electric bell blues. Electricity prices are on the rise. High use with summer air conditioning is around the corner. Save money and protect yourself from electricity inflation. Take action with a installation from TikTok Energy in Effingham. Outstanding federal and state incentives paired with high electricity rates make solar a ROI. Invest in your home, farm, or business today by adding solar. Go to TikTokEnergy.com to schedule a consultation with one of the experts at
2: TikTok Energy.
1: To Memphis. Memphis. Turn around three at the corner. God! You got it at the buzzer! At the buzzer! We're going all the
0: time. On ninety-eight-nine, the game.
1: God! You got it at the buzzer!
2: You got it at the buzzer! Eric Fry, SportsCenter update: The St. Louis Blues won't be getting generational prospect Connor Bedard. Yesterday's NHL. Draft Lottery plays the Blues with the 10th overall pick in next month's draft. The Blues also have two more first-round selections that weren't eligible for the lottery. St. Louis City SC continues the U.S. Open Cup of the match against Chicago Fire FC at Toyota Park. Tonight, here's from different professional soccer leagues across the United States. The results don't affect the MLS standing. City beat Union Omaha 5-1 in the third round on April 25th. And the Chicago Fire FC, well, they're cutting ties with their head coach. The team announced yesterday that it had fired Ezra Hendrickson. Henderson joined Chicago in November 2021, but the Fire went 12, 18, and 14 during his tenure. Frank Kloppis will be the interim head coach throughout the rest of the 2023 season as they host St. Louis City, as we said, in the round of 32 in the U.S. Open Cup tonight. The Northwest Wildcats are getting one of their best players back for a fifth season. Boo Booey announced yesterday that he is withdrawing from the NBA draft and returning to the Wildcats basketball team for one final run. Bowie had the best season of his career last year, averaging 17.3 points and four and a half assists per game in 34 starts. And the Chicago Bears are bringing in a handful of players after last weekend's rookie minicamp. Tight end Stephen Jones was inked on Sunday, while edge rusher DeAnthony Jones, Josh Lug, offensive lineman, and safety Brian Trihal also signed deals with the team.
3: Welcome back in to the start of the lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits, and uh, yes, you bet that we'll talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Saying we'll talk about the hashtag NHL rigged draft lottery as well coming up as well. But first, before we get there, we'll get to uh, the uh, NBA action uh, from uh, last night. A pair of games and a pair of teams go up three one as the Heat. They won by eight. Over the Knicks, 109 to 101. Miami now up 3-1 in of the series. Are the Knicks cooked is what I've been hearing on first take this morning Mm. that the Knicks could be done. I mean, they
2: they could be. I mean, it's a tall, tall, tall road in front of them. Uh, Especially Jimmy Butler is playing angry.
3: 27 points last night.
2: He's playing angry, and that's not good for the rest of the NBA.
3: No, no, it's not.
2: Jimmy Butler's playing like a, a player who is tired of kind of bringing the bridesmaid, not the bride. Are we looking at a bubbles NBA final rematch?
3: Could potentially be heading there.
2: I would actually, even though I would not enjoy it, mm-hmm. I would enjoy it because wouldn't that be 8 8? Or eight, Lakers eight. 7. They're the 7 seed, right? Mm-hmm. I know the Heat are the yeah. 8 seed. So, yeah, if we had the eight seven. seed versus the seven seed Lakers, that, I mean, I doubt, when was the last time that happened? Right. Eh,
3: probably not very often. Not very often at all. Uh, but uh, Bam also had a 23, and uh, Lowry had 15 off the bench. And uh, the Knicks, one game away from elimination. Brunson, he had 32. R.J. Barrett, he had 24. Julius Randle had 20, but that was pretty much it. From a, a Knicks perspective uh, there, and they are also out-rebounded as well a, a slight edge. And Julius Randle was asked about uh, why that he had such a rebound advantage, and he said maybe they just want it more. Well, that's, that's not exactly the best thing to say nope, from a
2: player. Especially since it was in New York. <laughs> it was in Miami. Was it in Miami? All right, yeah. so now they're going to New York. You've got to have a good game if you're the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're yeah. not 3-1. You
3: right. have to
2: have a good game. Yeah,
3: 3 1 is the most dangerous lead in all of sports. It is. And we got another team that's up 3 1 as well the Lakers and LeBron. They're up 3 1 on the Warriors now as they got a three point victory 104 to 101 last night over the Warriors. And. Uh, big-time performances there from LeBron, he had 27. AD had 23-15 and 15 performance. Uh, Austin Reeves, he had 21. And then, oh, I didn't know his name yesterday, but Lonnie Walker IV has yes. another great game as he had 15 points, including some several key baskets late, and really kind of brought the energy Uh, For the Lakers team last night.
2: Several key baskets, Travis. All 15 of his points came in the fourth quarter.
3: Ah, there you go. I knew it was a lot Six and
2: nine from the field. He became the first Laker bench player to score at least 15 points in a quarter since Kobe Bryant 26 years ago to the day when Hmm. he did it in the Western Semis and it went over the Jazz. Hmm. So, Lakers, four and oh in clutch time games this postseason. And Los Angeles now has the second shortest odds to win the title behind only the Celtics. Mm. With that win, obviously everyone writing off the Nuggets and the Suns. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, everyone writing off that game.
2: <laughs> I mean, if there's something to to you know look at, it was uh, Anthony Davis' defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Davis held his defenders zero for five, including Curry was zero for three with Davis as his defender. So, yeah, including
3: uh, several deep three point attempts or maybe it was just one, mm-hmm. and one was like a difficult step-back two-pointer at the very end, and, um, yeah, uh, Curry missing that, and then the Lakers had a chance there, or the Warriors still had a chance there with the uh, held ball mm-hmm. there with Wiggins and Davis, but then Curry actually got the ball
2: but lost the ball out of bounds late. Now, here's here's what I'm saying, Travis. Everyone seems to be thinking this one may be over. Mhm. I don't think so, and here's why. In the Steve Kerr era, since the 2015 postseason, the Warriors are 7 and 2 when facing elimination, including 6 and 0 versus Western Conference opponents. It's the best win percentage by any team when facing elimination in this time, and one shy of the most wins when facing elimination, which is the Nuggets with 8. So, they mm-hmm. know how to get it done when their backs against the wall.
3: Yeah definitely sounds like that so but and like i keep saying 3-1 is the uh, most dangerous lead in all of sports and we'll see what happens when the series shifts back to uh, san francisco for game five on wednesday and uh, the we'll see what happens when the series shifts back to new york uh, there for game five Mm -hmm. for uh, that one but action uh, tonight. We got uh, two games as well. We got the uh, 76ers and the Celtics. This series is all knotted up at two, thanks to a uh, Philadelphia's win last time out, and uh, the uh, Suns have come back in two straight thanks to a uh, Devin Booker, and uh, this series is all tied up at two,
2: as well. So pivotal game fives uh, tonight. And Jokic will be there for it. He is, did, yeah, not get did not get suspended. Just got a fine. Um... $25,000. Yep. But I'm glad that he is not going to be suspended. That would be an absolutely awful call.
3: Right. If yeah. they suspended
2: him. Yeah,
3: it would have been a huge topic of conversation around the water cooler mm-hmm. if that would end up happening. But uh, it did not. So, yes, that's a good thing that he'll be there in the lineup. 6 30 of four of the game tonight in the 76ers and the Celtics and a nine o'clock. Both games on uh, TNT uh, this evening as well. That's a look at what happened in uh, the uh, NBA uh, playoffs from uh, last night. Only one game in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs from last night. And it was the uh, Golden Knights winning on the road as they take the 2-1 uh, series lead. They won it in game 3, 5-1. to one. They scored early and often. Mm-hmm. And 5-1. to one. And Edmonton, uh, they got on the board first and then the Knights tied it up and they just kept pouring it on. Uh after that. Echo had a goal and a couple of assists. Marshall he had a couple of goals as well for the Golden Knights as they're up now two
2: one. Yep. And looking good up two one.
3: Yeah. They did look good uh last night. Uh, action uh, tonight in the uh, Stanley Cup. You got uh, Carolina and uh, New Jersey. Carolina, they uh, are up 2-1, but the Devils put it on them. Eight goals Yeah, last time out. Could be a turning point in the series. Could be. Let's we'll see what happens in game four. And uh, the Kraken, they also put up a lot of goals. Last time against Dallas, seven, none of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are hosting the Stars tonight as well for game four. So Kraken, they could go up 3-1.
2: Dallas favored? That's okay. Kraken don't mind being the underdogs. Yeah, that's no problem. We're here. We're here, Travis. We're here, and you're not going. We're going to be here a while.
3: (laughs) Pivotal game four is tonight. Start putting
2: the K on the cup. There
3: you go. I don't know about that.
2: I'm saying it, Travis. Start putting the K (laughs) on the cup.
3: Uh, Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves now. No,
2: Kraken all the way.
3: What are you talking about? The starting the K on the Cup, there's already going to be, for 2024, there's already people etching a B in the uh, Stanley Cup due to what happened in the uh, draft lottery Uh, Last night, even though NHL is rigged as the uh, Blackhawks, they won the uh, Connor Bedard sweepstakes as uh, they won the draft lottery. They had the third best odds to do it. The Blue Jackets had a 13.5% chance. Nope, they got the third selection. They didn't even get the card uh, read out loud. They just went straight to a commercial there. And what's going on with that? And uh, then the Ducks, they have been the team's worst record in the league uh this year but they keep not getting the number one pick they've never had the uh, number one pick Mm -hmm. and the blackhawks had an 11 percent chance to win but hey we got to have the blackhawks good again and they win the draft lottery
2: i mean this isn't the first league we've seen have the draft lottery be suspicious i know you know you think back to recent i mean everyone always goes to the knicks and patrick ewing but even recently, you go back to the year after LeBron left and the Cavs got the one when yeah. they weren't supposed to and they got Kyrie from that. And, you know, Anthony Bennett went there when he wasn't supposed to be the number one and, and, and stuff like that. So it's not the first time that we've seen questionable. Mm-hmm. Questionable. Now, I will say third best odds are still pretty good odds. It's not like the Blackhawks were the Blues with the 10th best odds and then they won it. <laughs> That would be really suspicious. Like yeah. the the odds of that happening are not very high. At no. least top 3 there's still an inch a centimeter of doubt. Yeah. Just a centimeter. Yeah, but then, Not for Travis. No,
3: no, no. You can't convince me uh, otherwise here because somehow Chicago, I guess, would be uh, considered a, a major market. And uh, compared to the Columbus and Anaheim uh, market, man, we got to have the Blackhawks good again. We wouldn't want them to be bad three years in a row or however many years he, it's been.
2: Here's what I'm going to say, Travis. And I'm, I'm, I, I agree with you be, because I I do think it was planned that way. I really do. And I'm a Blackhawks fan. Yeah. Connor Bedard, who's been uh, called a generational
3: talent and immediately on the roster, makes the Blackhawks way better.
2: But here's what I'm going to say, Travis. Was this a wink, wink, nudge, nudge because of all the legal issues and all of the things about the trainer and everything like that that surrounded the Blackhawks? You know what I'm saying? Is this the league going, we're sorry you got drugged through that. We apologize. It wasn't the Blackhawks' fault. It was the guys' fault, but it was the Blackhawks who let it happen. But is there a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge?
3: Hmm. No, I didn't really uh, consider that. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't uh, be the
2: first time we've seen a league kind of be lenient on a team because of something that happened off the playing field.
3: Mm -hmm. Hmm. And they also have 11 picks in the 2023 draft as well. Of course, the Blackhawks were in full rebuild mode. They sent off Patrick Kane, one of their cornerstones of the dynasty, and they sent him to the Rangers, and they already said that they weren't going to bring back the captain, Jonathan Mm -hmm. Taves, as well. And uh, everyone is excited because a lot of revenue being generated uh, by this uh, reported on Tuesday morning to ESPN. $5.2 Five point two million in ticketing revenue. Five hundred full season tickets uh, were uh, bought last night after the news came down that they yeah. would land Bedard most likely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey,
2: I mean Travis, Blackhawks
3: fans are excited.
2: Travis, I'm not. Rightfully saying. so, I guess. It's not the first time that a Chicago team has been in the number one pick this year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's and
2: true. did that Chicago team in that league end up picking first? No, they did not. There's nothing that says the Blackhawks, especially with the uh, masterminds running that organization, wouldn't trade this.
3: <laughs> but I don't think anyone is uh, a generational talent. I don't know if Bryce Young got the generational talent uh, label uh, put on him, and uh, Bedards being said that he's going to be better than Connor mcdavid or he's better than Connor mcdavid is now but ours only 17
2: yes but travis i am a chicago sports fan we mess things up a lot yeah you better not mess up this i boy i'm, I'm <laughs> there's a million ways you better you could not draft mess around this guy and he could get injured and it's never true. be the same yeah he get injured before the draft and then you still draft him and he just never recovers that's true Derrick Rose comes to mind, Travis. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. That's true. But Uh, we'll see. And it looks like uh, Bedard will be wearing a uh, Blackhawk on his uh, sweater uh, when he's uh, drafted later on, and it becomes official. All right, uh, so uh, we don't got a lot of time left here on uh, Terrestrial Radio. We'll close out talking about the rest of Major League Baseball coming up the starting lineup from
0: 98.9 The Game Studios. will be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post 9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act related benefits now. Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash p-a-c-t to learn more and file your claim. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
2: And now, the starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff
3: points. This is Marty Stock at Holders Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great...
0: On 98.9 The Game.
3: Again, uh, starting lineup here on 98.9, just a little bit longer. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here. Let's uh, finish things off, taking a look at a whip around a major league of baseball. As the Rays, they were victorious over Baltimore last night, and uh, McClanahan picks up a win, a uh, number 7, sharp again, 7-0, 1.70 ERA for Tampa, 3 to nothing. Baltimore Mm -hmm. the losing streak is over for the uh, Pirates they halt their seven game losing streak they won and Mitch Keller goes a uh, full game complete game and it was a complete game shutout two two and nothing so much needed win for Pittsburgh to get them off the schneid the Tigers over the Guardians is six to two the Yankees they won seven to two Over the uh, A's. It was the uh, Royals 12-5 over the uh, White Sox. Brewers 9-3 over the uh, Dodgers. It was the Angels uh, getting uh, the uh, win over the Astros. Uh, Shohei Otani uh, driving in a couple of runs and outside a couple of doubles as well in the win. The Diamondbacks, uh, they were victorious over the uh, Marlins, uh, of 5-2. Uh, Zach Galleon getting the win, now 5-1 on uh, the uh, season. And uh, Christian Walker, 459-foot blast, mm. helps Arizona win. So, moonshot there for Christian Walker. And then the Royals, they uh, won, or the Rangers, excuse me, over the uh, Mariners, 2-1. Two, uh, two, uh, and the Nationals, 5-1 to one over the uh, Giants as Irving gets his first Major League win for Washington hmm. over the G-Men. And uh, that was it from was it. Monday Night Baseball. action uh, tonight you got the uh, Tigers-Guardians, uh, Shane Bieber, going up for uh, Cleveland, uh, Tampa, and Baltimore, Colorado. Pirates, Mets, Reds, Scherzer going up for uh, the uh, Mets. And is that Luke Weaver for the Reds? It is. I didn't know he was a Red. Uh, learn something new every day, Travis. <laughs> Luke Weaver. 0-2, oh a 7.88 ERA. Ugh. It's a good pitching matchup here. It's the Blue Jays-Phillies. It's Manoa against NOLA, even though their ERAs don't necessarily reflect that. Manoa. 1-2, and two, 4.71 earned run average. And Nola, 2-2 two and two on the air, 4.64 ERA. Yankees match it up with the A's. Uh, the uh, Red Sox starting a series with uh, the uh, Braves. It's Pavetta uh, against uh, Morton in that one. The White Sox Royals, uh, Giolito going for uh, Chicago. The uh, Dodgers in Brewers. Uh, Syndergaard against uh, Lauer. Uh, Padres in Minnesota to take on the uh, Twins. Michael Wacha going up for San Diego. Astros Angels a Shohei Otani day as he's on the mound against uh, Farmer. So that's a good pitching matchup there. Uh, Marlins, Diamondbacks, Rangers, Mariners, uh, Henny against Kirby and uh, the Giants and the Nationals. Webb and our guy on Dinger Tuesday. Mm -hmm. It's Patrick Corbin. One and four on the season. I was hoping you wouldn't see that, Travis. Oh, no. I saw it. One and four, 5.17 ERA for Mr. Patrick Corbin this season. Uh-huh. So, I mean, some home runs going to be hit.
2: On a dinger Tuesday.
3: In the game. He's given up six homers this season. Kind of low for him, actually. Yeah, it is. So, maybe he's uh finding his way. Maybe. May I need to uh, do a little refresher on who plays for the Giants? <laughs> Just had a series with them. You did not too long ago. So that's uh, coming up in uh, the uh, pod yep. Dinger Tuesday. Yep, we gotta get our dingers in mm-hmm. and uh, a couple other
2: random news. Yes, and notes, and we'll be talking about. They did
3: have they did have the number one pick, but they traded out of it
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh,
3: this year and course uh the blackhawks know about having the uh, number one pick that's where they selected patrick kane uh with that as well so we'll explore the drafts coming up in uh, the uh, pod so uh, of course download that wherever you find your favorite pods but right now we're going to turn things over here on terrestrial radio to uh fitz and harry so enjoy and we'll be back for you tomorrow <laughs> Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. And we still got some uh, random news and uh, notes to uh, hit up on. And we got a uh, dingers, Dinger Tuesday as well coming out for you. And uh, the Chicago draft history
2: as well. And this day in sports history.
3: This day in sports history yes. as well. So. We're
2: keeping our theme of good pitching performances going.
3: Mm, that's right. We'll yeah. keep it rolling then. So, uh, first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on Sports Center that you want to hit on? Yeah,
2: the uh, second-year running back of the Chiefs is recovering from surgeries for a torn labrum and a broken hand. As is Isaiah uh, Pacheco, um, don't know if he's going to be back. So, before the season, they haven't given a. A timeline on his potential return, and that's, that's great. Yeah, and the Yankees are getting their captain back. Reigning AL MVP Aaron Judge is set to return from the injured list on Tuesday, so mm. Aaron Judge will come back for the last place Yankees. Mm. I'm guessing you had that running back in your fantasy league. I mean, yeah, that that would help if I didn't just trade trade for him. Trade so. for him? Yeah. Yeah, just had that's two why. surgeries.
3: That's why I don't trade.
2: Yep. Yep. Oh, well. That's why I don't do it.
3: Maybe myself. go uh, right now, put him on the trading block. Maybe someone, <laughs> doesn't, someone has, uh, doesn't know the news. Doesn't know the news, doesn't know the research.
2: Yep. Yep. I mean, you can help. You can help. can help. Uh, oh, well. So, that's all I had as far as that goes. All you had. As as Sports Center. Let me see if there's anything on the side.
3: Um, Um, Well, I did see the uh, avalanche. They uh, were without their captain, uh, Landon Skog, for the entire season. Uh, Well, now he's potentially going to be out uh, next year as well. And he was recovering from knee surgery this past season, but he's having another procedure on his right knee. And is expected to miss the 2023-2024 regular season. Uh, It'll be a cartilage transplant in his right knee. That sounds bad. And uh, that sounds like a major thing when you're having a cartilage transplant. Transplant. And so, uh, tough on the Avalanche. Missing him this season, it looks like he's going to miss two years in a row as well. So, significant injury. Yep. There for the uh, Avalanche and uh, the uh, Braves are putting uh, Max Fried
1: on yep. the
2: IL. Max Fried's on the IL. Strained left forearm. Uh Janis said that he is forever grateful to his now former coach, mm-hmm. uh, Bonehauser. Um and then JJ Watt did a pub crawl for research purposes. Of course, because he's now a minority owner in a soccer team. So. Of course. Got to do a pub crawl once he get that.
3: Exactly. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Now that he's it retired, he has time for that.
2: Yeah. Invest in soccer, go pub crawling.
3: Yeah. I mean, it, isn't that why you do a pub crawl? <laughs> for research? <laughs> to entertain clients? I mean... Yes, yes. Mom. Totally, totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh They're... All right, so uh, let's get to uh, let's get to some of this uh, draft history. Okay, I was just I was looking Chicago. at uh,
2: some some Chicago sports teams that had the number one draft pick and who they picked, mm-hmm. um, and then what what kind of look. So um, the Bulls have had two number one draft picks in their entire career. Travis, uh, five points if you can name one of the two that they picked with that number one pick. Uh, Derek Rose. Yeah, there you go. Good job. That was in 2008. And then in 1999, they had Elton Brand. Goodness. That's a <laughs> great That's a pick. name. That's a that's a winner right there. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the 99, I, I always hear, you know, oh, well, who else were you going to pick? You know, that's the, that's the thing people always say. Who else would you have picked? Well, I don't know. Second was Steve Francis. Third was Baron Davis. Fourth was Lamar Odom. Wally Zerbiak went sixth. Hamilton went seventh. Sean Marion, Jason Taylor, or Jason Terry, excuse me, Corey Maggette, Metal World Peace, who did end up going to the Bowls at number sixteen, but you know, some of those are some pretty good pretty good players. Were they Andre Kilalenko.
3: But were they number one overall, were they? At the more time, so than Elton Brand. At the time. Yeah. Well, I felt like Elton Brand maybe I had some hype coming out of college.
2: He did nothing. It, it took him a while to get used to the NBA career. I mean he played seventeen seasons. Yeah. No titles. Averaged fifteen points a game and eight rebounds a game in his yeah. career. Two time all star selection in O two and O six. Right. Made the all rookie team.
3: Yeah, just kind of
2: And he was rookie of the year, but Right. That Bulls team stunk in two thousand.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say probably not the uh, strongest team to be on.
1: The uh, next year there. they got
2: uh, Tyson Chandler. They had a nice one-two combo, and then they traded Elton Brand away. Mm. So yeah, that's right. I don't think of Elton Brand as a uh, bull. Obviously, yep. Clippers now, come to mind. Now let's talk about the Bears. Hmm. Travis, <laughs> any idea the last time the Bears had the number one pick and used it?
3: I'm sure that they. I mentioned it along the way, but I don't remember
2: now. 1947,
3: Bob Fenmore. It's been a while. The
2: running back out of Oklahoma A&M. Oklahoma A&M. Oklahoma A&M. He uh, went 8-1 with the Aggies, part of that team. The only unbeaten untied season in Oklahoma A&M slash state football history. Due to injuries, though, he played sparingly in the 46th season. Despite the risk, though, the Bears still made him the first overall pick in 47. So he Uh, didn't play at all in 46. 47, the Bears draft him. He would only play in the 1947 season, appearing in 10 games. (laughs) Number one pick, 10 games. Mm. That's the Chicago (laughs) drafting that we have, Travis. That's
3: the Chicago way.
2: He had 189 yards rushing, one touchdown, 15 catches for 219 yards in his NFL career. That's a pretty good number one overall pick. Pretty good, yeah. Um, the Blackhawks, yep, who have the number one pick now. They've had the number one pick before, Travis. They have, yeah. Do you know who they got? Yeah, I mentioned it. Patrick Kane. Yes, they did. That was uh, back in 2007. The year before that, they got Jonathan Taze at three. Mm. There you go. There you go. And then uh, let's go to the uh, the White Sox. Uh, when did they have they had number one pick in seventy one? They got Danny Goodwin, the catcher out of Peoria. Hmm. In nineteen seventy seven, they drafted Harold Baines. That's not a bad one. No, not a Hall bad one of Famer. At all. No. Um, I think that was the last time they had the number one overall pick. Baseball is a little more difficult because there's so many picks. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. But let's talk about the Cubs, Travis. The Cubs have had one number one pick in their history. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple more I wanted to highlight. In 1981, did you know the Cubs drafted Joe Carter? The Joe Carter, Toronto no. Blue Jays, famous? No. Yeah, he played 23 games for the Cubs. That was <laughs> it. And then they let him go. Did not know that. Yeah. In 82, the Cubs had the number one overall pick, and they drafted Sean Dunstan, number one overall. He had an 11.5 war. Sean
3: Dunstan. He was a
2: shortstop.
3: Yeah, for some reason, I, I can remember the name.
2: To be fair, that year was great. Um, Ron Kavarkic was the highest war. Uh, actually, Dwight Gooden uh, was the highest war. Went fifth to the Mets that year, so... I'm not one to play, oh, they should have drafted this guy instead because different teams are looking for different things. But I do like to always look and see who else got drafted after that guy. Yeah. So, there's that one. A couple other Cubs ones I wanted to point out. Uh, they drafted Rafael Palmeira with the 22nd pick in 1985. Hmm. Bet you didn't know that one, did you? No. Uh, In 1995, they drafted Kerry Wood with the fourth pick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, solid selection. Solid there. selection there, absolutely. Uh, in uh two two thousand, Travis, yep. the Cubs picked Lou Montanez, shortstop, with the third overall pick. Okay,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he ended up uh, with a minus one point three WAR for his career. So that's great. Who are some other people drafted after him? Rocco Baldelli, who went sixth overall to the Devil Rays. Mm-hmm. And then at number 15 to the Phillies, a guy called Chase Utley. Pretty solid career. A 64 war. <laughs> that's pretty solid. And then in the with the 29th pick of the first round of the draft, the Atlanta Braves selected a pitcher named Adam Wainwright. Yeah. I don't think he did much anything, though. Yeah, He's got a 46.8 war, so that's pretty good. Hmm but I, I don't think he's done much of him. <laughs> yeah. Anything. No. No. And no. then finally, we're going to look at 2007 for the Cubs. Uh, that year, the Cubs drafted Josh Vitters, Travis, with the third overall pick. Who you <laughs> ask? Josh Vitters, the third baseman with a minus 1.3 war.
1: <laughs>
2: Who are some other people taking after him? Well, Matt Weeters Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Madison Bumgarner. He's a pretty decent pitcher. Yeah, pretty clutch. Jason Hayward. He'd end up being a Cub anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rick hmm.
3: And
2: then, like I said, Josh Vitters, third baseman, right? Yep. Uh, with the 34th pick in the first round, which was a compensatory draft pick, the Reds got Todd Frazier. Mm. He was serviceable. Yeah. A lot more serviceable than Josh Vitters.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> we we can make that uh, assumption. Josh Vitters mm-hmm. had 99 at-bats in his MLB career. <laughs> in those 99 at-bats, Travis, he had 12 hits. Ooh. Yes, that is a batting average of 121 for his career. That's not good. Now, he did have two home runs out of those 12 hits. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, one for six <laughs> with a home run. Uh. One out of every six hits will be a home run. Mm-hmm. Played 36 games for the Cubs in 2012, they drafted him in 2007.
3: Yeah. that's Yeah, it's, it's, it's so hard to judge about MLB, too. It
2: is. It takes so long. Yeah. The Cubs granted him free agency in 2014. Yes, he played in 2012, stayed in the system for seven years before he got rid of him. And they signed with the Rockies in February 1st, and then by March 31st, he was released by the Rockies. Hmm. That was a third overall pick. But just looking back through the Cubs, and I know it's so hard because you never know kind of how people are going to do. But did you know the Cubs draft—in that same draft, Travis, the 2007 draft, you know who else the Cubs drafted? No. Catcher Josh Donaldson. Mm. Now, if only he could have played third base. I mean, then it would have been really good for the Cubs because they drafted a third baseman who did nothing. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately, he was a catcher, (laughs) so—
3: Josh Donaldson Mm -hmm.
2: Nice Now it has been a little bit better recently But uh, I just love looking back and seeing You know Ryan Flaherty Andrew Kashner Tyler Colvin Ryan Harvey They got Mark Pryor with the second pick That one was okay for a couple years Corey Patterson with the third pick I was Mm. always a Corey Patterson fan
3: yeah, he was a solid player.
2: And Drew Hall in 1984 with the third overall pick.
3: Drew, Good old Hall. Drew Hall.
2: So there mm. you go. That was our little look through Chicago history, Travis, showing that just because you have the number one pick doesn't mean it's always going to be a lock.
3: Yeah. Guess it's so.
2: And I mean, we can look at every, you know every team. There's there's been so many teams that have gotten number one picks that have just blown it.
1: Yeah.
3: It's true. We'll see what happens with the uh, Blackhawks as they're on the uh, clock, mm-hmm. and the uh, draft will be in June. I think it was June twenty eighth is the uh, day, and uh, they'll be uh, in Nashville for the draft this year. So, uh, but Blackhawks on the uh, clock. Not much contemplation on who's going to be. The number one overall selection. Mm -hmm. So we'll uh, see you when we get closer for the Blackhawks. All right, so uh, let's uh, transition over to uh, this date in uh, sports history.
2: Yes, only one thing today, Travis, but we're continuing our trend with pitchers. As on this day back in 2010, Oakland Athletics pitcher Dallas Braden threw a perfect game setting down the Tampa Bay Rays in order on Mother's Day in Oakland, the only thing he'll ever be known for. Mm. Dallas Braden. Yep. And he was, like, cut two years later, a year later, something like that. He His his flame burned out really quickly.
3: Yeah, it's definitely going to be the one thing he's known for throughout his entire career. It's kind of carried
2: him on and carried him on to the broadcasting. Yep. Uh, Where he is now, oh my goodness, Travis, have you seen Dallas Braden lately? I have, yeah. He looks kind of crazy. I was going to say, that's what he looked like during his playing days. That is what he looks like now. Yeah. That's a big beard.
3: Yeah. I've seen the uh, clip that's uh, circulating. He's uh, involved in with uh, his uh, broadcast partner there.
2: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Forgot about that.
3: (laughs) Yep. So...
2: I was just looking up his 2010 season, Travis. Uh, he went 11 and 14 with a 3.50 ERA mm-hmm. that season. Did have two shutouts, only two shutouts of his career. And then the next year, he went one for one with a three ERA, and that was the end of it. Uh, that was it. Man, the very next year, he's done. Have one good day. Yep, one good lucky day, and it's over. Yep. Didn't do anything else. Yep for the rest of his career nope wow he was originally drafted by the braves in uh 2001 in the 46th round but he didn't sign with them instead he mm. went with the a's in 2004 in the 24th round so he went three years later so obviously a high school he decided not to sign yeah went to college and then went uh you know 22 rounds higher hmm how about that Hey, he ended up at the end of his career making $7.5 million. Hmm. I'd take that. I I would take it as well. So that is our, uh, this day in sports history. Are you ready for some dingers, Travis?
3: All right. It's, uh, that time once again of the week. It's time for Dinger Tuesday. Who's going to hit the long ball this time? Is there a team that we can curse? I mean, the Rockies' uh, losing streak is over, so we can't pick a Rocky to nope. try to get that. Nope. I don't think there's really anyone significantly streaking right now. Mm, not the Cardinals have won, no. I mean, they've only won two in a row, so. Uh, let's see here. Yep, no one's really on a long win streak. So, uh, all right, i I'm not going any further than the uh, Nationals and uh, Giants so. game since uh, the guy uh, Patrick Corbin is on it. And I've been uh, scouring the Giants lineup. A couple of guys that I could go with. I'm worried about this. Uh, I'm not going to pick him, but I'm worried about him not being in the lineup tonight. That's the only reason why I'm going uh, away from him. Uh, so I'm going to go Wilmer Flores for the Giants.
2: Hmm. See, I was thinking of going Giants too, but not who I was expecting, Travis. I was expecting JD Drew. JD Drew? Yeah. JD Davis? JD Davis. I'm sorry. JD Drew. Gosh, what year is this? Cardinals legend.
3: Yes. Red Sox legend. <sighs>
2: Hmm. (laughs) all right you know what fine let's do it I was gonna go Cubs and Cardinals because it's Cubs Cardinals yep but instead let's curse the Giants Travis I'm going Michael Conforto
3: (laughs) curse the Giants
2: Let's do it. Conforto, by the way, has five home runs off of uh Patrick Corbin. Really? Yes.
3: Hmm. See, I didn't uh, I didn't like that because of the uh, lefty lefty matchup, but
2: hmm. he's got a three twenty three average against Patrick Corbin and an eight seventy one slugging.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
2: Another one, by the way, you can throw out there if you want to. Uh Salvador Perez versus Lucas Giolito. He's got four home runs off of him as well.
1: Hmm.
3: I could throw away a bonus one since he didn't do it last night. I can throw a bonus one on Contreras to do it.
2: Now, see, I was thinking Cody Bellinger. Hmm. You could go that He You could go that way. But he is one for 11 against Jack Flaherty in his career with 5Ks. So I wouldn't go that way. I wouldn't go that way.
3: Yeah, history doesn't like that. History's
2: not kind.
3: No. Michael Conforto. Yep, yep, yep. Interesting. Michael Conforto and Wilmer Flores are our dinger picks. So we'll see how that works out you for go, us. Uh,
2: another one you could go real quick, a bonus one for you, Patrick Wisdom. He's one for two in his career off of Flaherty with a home run. Mm. I mean, that's
3: 50%. There you go, but not much of a sample size.
2: No, it's not. There. But- I'll still take it. Come on, Patrick. Lead the team in homers. We need some runs. Mm, so Flaherty hasn't been
3: pitching well. So all these guys that were throwing out there. Look at those guys. Get none <laughs> potentially. To have home runs. Cubs
2: game's gonna be one nothing. Giants game will be one nothing. Each sacrifice flies. Probably uh, uh, Conforto probably won't play in the game.
3: Uh, like last time for JD you.
2: Davis will hit a home run.
3: Yeah. J.D. Drew will hit a home run.
2: <laughs> Men's League softball. Yeah, he might somewhere. be playing
3: softball somewhere. So. Uh,
2: Cody Bellinger will hit a home run after he said he's a 1-for-11 off of Jack Flaherty.
3: All right, there you go. But uh, all it takes is to reverse it is being in the Cubs blue instead of the uh, Dodger blue. That's right. Uh, we'll see how it all uh, and, works out tonight. And
2: we'll see if we curse another team. <laughs> yeah. Thus far, when you and me pick the same team, even though we pick different players, we we're 0 for 2. Those teams have lost mm. both games. Mm.
3: But it's time to change that End tonight. End the streak. Yeah. That's exactly what we're going to do with tonight. So, be looking out of for of that. And have entertainment responsibly if you follow us with dingers. But we'll be back tomorrow for you. We'll talk major leagues, baseball, local baseball, playoffs, Playoffs. all that. And uh, so until tomorrow, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace out.